0: Hi, I'm Katrin.
1: I'm Morien. Hi.
0: If you want to tell us what we're doing.
1: We're going to be talking about student accommodation this week. And who are we? We're University Pod. Holy moly. How would you think the first one went?
0: I think it went pretty well. Better than I expected, that's for sure.
1: I learned a lot of things. I learned that I can't unscrew the cap on my water bottle so now i'm just i feel like you also learned how to talk to people and you learned yeah yeah because be th- i would never actually interviewed anyone before
0: to be fair vicky also made the first interview sound a lot better for you
1: what do you mean by that
0: she made it sound as if you were participating uh, which yeah, is quite, nice. quite impressive yeah. honestly if i have to say so myself
1: thanks you have to give me a bit of credit because last week i was in where you're sitting and it's a lot harder
0: it is because i can't see him exactly I can just look at a door.
1: And also, okay, so I can see Vicky in my eyeline right now. So if I say bad things or like I'm going off piece, I, you know, I know what's going on. I can be like edited in real time. Whereas you You just can't see what's going on.
0: We're going to switch position each week just to make it fair. Make us both sound okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. Accommodation.
1: We had the exact same accommodation experience, so.
0: Yeah, we really did. We both lived in the same type of halls we lived in, in the first light. year and then we yeah. moved in together and then we moved in together again for third year. Madness. That's kind of wild, actually. Today, we're having three guests on. First, we have Andrew from Stonehaven, and then we've got Anya, and then Taiki Taiki from Germany. We will learn how to say the name of that person. We'll all learn something today, I guess. Hi, Andrew. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming today.
2: No problem at all.
0: We know Andrew from Model UN again. Andrew, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm I'm Andrew, actually of Stonehaven, as previously introduced. Of Stonehaven. Of Stonehaven, yes. It's like a title I have.
1: My favourite part about that is that we don't really need to explain what Stonehaven is, because everyone goes to Stonehaven.
0: Once again, you're assuming... That we have no one listening
2: who's not from Aberdeen. Well, I, I can provide the Stonehaven <coughs> context oh, if, yeah. if, if you'd do, like. Stonehaven is a, is a small town roughly 16 miles south of Aberdeen. Um, we have many things, including the claim, of, along with virtually half of Scotland, that we invented the deep-fried Mars bar. There's some nice fish and chip shops. We've got a ruined castle. That's Stonehaven. Basically. You should become a tour guide. Yeah. A tour, really, Honestly, a tour yeah, guide yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the two or three things that exist <laughs> in Stonehaven that are worth going and seeing. Is, is
1: there such a thing as a Stonehaven? tourist office or something like that who would is. employ you we,
2: in the summer yeah. there is a there is a for children there is a small train that runs yeah. through it's a sort of car driven like one of those things you might imagine in a sort of americans sort or of theme park this sort of look, and it runs through Stonehaven, taking people to as i say the three things worth seeing
0: i've right. actually seen that not even lying yeah i saw it go to donator castle mm. yeah. i really like stonehaven <laughs> yeah, I yeah for a kidding. small town
1: three things is <laughs> That's solid. That's yeah, all you yeah, need, really. Exactly.
0: And those three things might have been what made Andrew stay there.
1: Tell us about your what year are you in? Your third year. I'm a third year, yes. Okay. Tell us about your uh, history vis-à-vis where you live. So basically,
2: when I started uni, I went into went to Aberdeen halls um, up at Hillhead, and um, so that was my first sort of first year. Second year, I moved into sort of, private halls, which I, I used for for a year, and then this year I've been uh, been driving in and out of in and out of Stonehaven.
0: Why did you decide to go into halls?
2: Why did I start to go, started going to halls? Um, initially, it was the idea of, of meeting people. Uh, I think I should probably pride the context that I have been to university before, and I think going to halls the first time I attended university was a positive step. It gets you to meeting more people, it forces you into, into uni life. I was unfortunate in the sense that I ended up with um, a group of postgraduate students because I was a bit <laughs> older, and that didn't necessarily uh,
1: help uh, yeah. the yeah. idea. I think that's a big problem, actually. <laughs> I think they just people. dump you... In.
2: I think they were trying to do a nice thing by putting me towards people with, who are round about my yeah. age, closer to my age. Yeah, and, but it wasn't what you but wanted. It wasn't really what I wanted, but yeah. what I wanted was people who were doing a similar thing to me, um, which put me more in a, in a sort of yeah. accurate...
0: But did you still make friends
2: through halls? I liked the guys I, I lived with, but uh, I, I wouldn't say I, I was close with any of them or, or made particularly any strong bonds with any okay. of those people.
1: Uh, Were you looking for more like a stereotypical undergraduate lifestyle rather than, you know, postgraduate or, you know, they just kind of just want to knuckle down?
2: The context of that suggests I wanted to go out every night and get horrendously drunk, uh, which I don't necessarily think was the case. I just would like occasionally to have gone out and got horrendously drunk, (laughs) uh, which isn't necessarily what a postgraduate a student wants yeah. to, to ever do yeah. right yeah so, I think I
1: was the same so
0: Andrew why did you end up in private accommodation for second year
2: uh, for second year I ended up in private accommodation for the reasons I hadn't met anyone who I wanted to move in with I didn't really meet anyone in, in first year that I wanted to move in with so there wasn't really uh, an option to go down the sort of flat renting route so it was an opportunity of going to go into halls whilst hopefully avoiding that accidental harm via kindness that the, I felt the university would probably have pushed me in. and the fact they wouldn't guarantee me a place in second year anyway yeah. it was a sort of attempt going okay let's try this again yeah. and see if we can actually be in a hall so people leave. like a redux yeah. yeah yeah. but you didn't want to live at home at that point no I, I wanted to give that a go again yeah. and see if it would work and it worked better I met more people that I actually wanted to, to spend time with if we're going to move on then to why I, didn't, why I yeah. went home <laughs> What a segue. Which I will now... now You're a pro. Do. This is great. Uh, yeah. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> why, why am I not running this podcast? <laughs> yeah, you should why? be saying what yeah. I'm saying. If I were to sort of move into that, I'd probably say that it was a question of, though I'd met lots of people who, who I wanted to l- live with, they all had their different ideas of what they wanted to do and it wasn't necessarily practical at the time. And moving home was cheap, it's a really much more affordable way of, of doing things. Because no matter how much I spend on petrol, it's not what I would spend on rent. There is a money money element to it.
0: Has it changed the way you are socially at uni then?
2: It makes things more difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, the idea of going for a couple of drinks after doing something is not really possible if you're if you're driving or if you're not no. driving, you're taking the train. Let's say you know you want to go on a night out, the train back to Stonehaven is, well, on a Friday night it's Eleven twenty-three, I think, is the latest train. If there's any train spotters out there, you'll correct me. You can't really go out on a really late night, so you basically have the choice of either you go home early, you organise, someone gives you a lift, which is unlikely. When I used to live in Stonehaven at school, there was a guy I knew who basically ran his own unofficial taxi firm, who would just. Yeah. Drive people to and from uh, Stonehaven every night for every sort of sat- Friday, Saturday night.
1: Good business model Yeah, ten
2: yeah. Or your third option is deciding you're the richest person alive and spend £50 pounds in a taxi back to Stonehaven.
1: Is, <laughs> I have a mean? fun story about that, if you'd like to hear it. Yeah, yeah, share it. Yeah, I got absolutely. stuck in Stonehaven on New Year's Day one time at the house of uh, my had the times girlfriend's friend's boyfriend <laughs> that i really didn't like very much <laughs> and i just wanted to go home and i couldn't <laughs> and their taxes were like yeah we're like 120 pounds or something i was like oh my god so we had to wait for aforementioned friends girlfriend's friend's boyfriend to decide that it was time to go into aberdeen the city if it was a low point i'll what tell a you way that way to much.
0: start the U off, honestly
1: yeah, i mean you can only go up from there right yeah do you think the pattern of where you lived in these three different Things reflected what your priorities were with regards to the year that you were in. So, for example, you're in first year, you don't have to do a tremendous amount of work. Same similar situation with second year, but now you think, okay, I'm in third year now, kind of settled. And it's time to really
2: not consciously, okay. but I can I can see where you're going with that, and it does make perhaps subconsciously that that may have been true. Certainly, it made it easier. Living at home is easier in third year than it would be in first year. Right. I can say that. Yeah. You know, the fact that everyone is just doing more work means yeah. that. You're, you're not the sort the, of, the, as I believe the younger people say, FOMO
0: was, is much I was less. just about to mention FOMO.
1: Yeah. So, but, okay, so so maybe that was some more of a, like you said, an unconscious consideration. But yeah. F- but, but really the big drivers for you were money.
2: Money is, yeah. is
1: probably the biggest driver. Um,
2: I mean, I would also bring into that, there's a certain element of structure, which just makes it easier living with, you know, my family. You know, they've got their day and yeah. that's kind of been like the Like a nine to five. It, It's quite...
1: Mm. helpful to have that how, how how long does it take you to get from stonehaven to aberdeen just in case someone is not like you and i is yes. geographically uh informed. yeah
2: attuned to to this. so well yeah. to aberdeen from stonehaven from, the, from stonehaven to the edge of aberdeen is about 30 minutes getting to the university you're talking an hour really because of the way that wow. the traffic works
0: do you regret going into halls first year
2: no, do I regret going into university halls? Ah. Ah. For me, as an individual, because of the way the university had decided it was going to make that call, and I appreciate that's difficult for them, they can't, you know, write did uh, they didn't want to be sort of writing or, or emailing everyone going, right, no, so how... some unis do personality, ha, personality I tests. Just, I was just... With a yeah, hundred sort of that. tick boxes saying, well, what's what of these things do you want? I that's not always the easiest thing to do yeah. and can obviously cause cost. So I think for me as someone who was coming as a slightly older person who still wanted to go into undergraduate and meet undergraduate People, I perhaps would have probably been better off going to private halls who just really weren't ever going to make that kind of call, yeah. partially because uh, private halls don't have quite so many postgraduates yeah. uh, living in them.
0: So. How old are you, Andrew?
1: I'm 25. I mean, I personally feel, I, I assume, a similar way to you because I whilst i was happy i was living in halls in, in hillhead in first year i wish that they had gathered a little bit more information on me and what i wanted because that's quite common as far as i'm aware to have a even not not my most substantial like massive thing but just a little bit of gathering of information and at the very minimum what that does is it separates those people who can't fill it out of form with <laughs> those people who can do you, you know what i mean are so, you so, criticizing
0: if... your roommates so much you don't think they could no have no, no, the no 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 no
1: no no. No, i was happy with my roommates what i wasn't happy was with people who lived above me <laughs> that was a big problem for me like for example i think that one of the things you could have on the form is are you a dj at a nightclub <laughs> and are you gonna practice your sets all the time <laughs>
0: to be fair it was tragic you could hear it even though they were like on the top floor and you were at the bottom yeah so floor.
1: i was on ground floor and they were at the second, second floor And it was vibrating. See,
2: the thing is, though, when you've got someone who's that disruptive, it is quite hard to... Where do you even put them? Yeah. 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 But
1: you just put all the bad eggs in one... (laughs)
2: basket <laughs> Yeah, you put they're, so they're competing over whose set is the lightest. Yeah, so,
1: so 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 you could let the majority of the first year population live in relative harmony, and then you could have some sort of like Lord of the Flies descent into madness, people killing each other in just one. I, mean, I that think that's that what that they're trying to vehicle. avoid.
0: Like that's the oh, whole yeah. Okay, point so of it so,
1: so yeah, so they're, they're trying to <laughs> distribute the people.
0: Yeah, so they don't burn down a whole set of halls.
1: I think that was a real policy in like Victorian England, where they were like, you would get the one problem. <laughs> they no, genuinely. <laughs> okay, so they, t- they took the one bad problematic people and they put them with all the good people. And the idea was to make the good people make them... Like they force- rub off on each yeah, other. Yeah, but it was the exact opposite. I think that's what it was.
0: So you're saying the uni shouldn't base their policies off of Victorian age?
1: No, okay. So I don't think it's a question of like good or bad behaviour. It's a question of what do you want? So if like for me, I wanted to meet lots of new people and go out with some degree of regularity but not all the time and like have my life be just one constant sesh because that's just not what i want
0: i think it's a big issue especially at our uni, where we have so many international students where they tend to put a lot of the exchange students or just a lot of the non-scottish english students yeah. together and then you don't get integrated and you don't know anyone who yeah. actually knows how the bus system works and it's just a mess
1: In the principle of of having a central place where everyone is together and it's really a quite a melting pot is good but i think the execution
0: is lacking yeah yeah
2: i'd probably agree with that generally
0: but i will say hillhead made it so easy to meet friends just like even walking to the politics lecture you knew that everyone else walking at 9 a.m were also going to that lecture that's true and then you could talk to them on the way there and make friends on that note (laughs) thank you so much for coming andrew
1: it was my pleasure so that was andrew Yes, that great was a person to talk to.
0: He's so nice. I thought it was very interesting that he, just like me to a certain extent, got the experience of just being put in with people who are slightly the same age. And then they expect that that's all they have to think about when they're yeah. putting people into halls. Uh, yeah. I think it shows like Hillhead and like the whole halls thing is a good situation because you're close yeah. to everyone you want to make friends with, yeah. basically.
1: And I think that that's why it's basically a sort of standard model that is adopted by universities yeah. across the UK where i mean maybe not to the same extent as hill head but pretty much every university i think will have a main halls that the majority of first years will go into and that's the kind of social melting pot
0: i think one of the big takeaways is if you're slightly older going into uni maybe private halls is a good shout
1: yeah someone's knocking on the door should we let them in
3: hi anya hi do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself I'm third year uni student. Last year, I went for one semester in exchange to Japan at Akita International University. Uh, I'm studying history.
1: So you lived in Japan for which semester was it? Well,
3: spring semester.
1: Okay, so sec- second semester of yes. last year. Yes. Okay.
3: Even though it was technically first semester in Japan, because ah. you start the oh. school year on April and finish in December. That is so weird. Wait, yeah. What? Really? what? Wow. So when did you start? When you? I started in April. I had like the my summer holiday was basically moved in winter. That's horrible and for I the started, weather. I started in April and finished mid August.
1: So you finished mid August and then you had what, like a couple weeks?
3: Yeah. I had and like then two, you're back. I went home for two weeks and then I came here. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs>
0: so you lived in uni halls in Japan, right? Yes. Yeah. How is the application process, first of all?
3: It's quite easy. Everyone gets to stay in student dorms. Really? Nice. Yeah, but Akita Indonesian University has quite a unique system of something called team houses and those team houses have like a group of students with similar interests just live in the same building and the university funds different events for you based on the interest of the house wow that sounds so nice yeah but you have to apply separately for those in a form of why you want to live there and just say that you're interested in like let's say nature or culture or fitness
1: so were you in a Yes, I was in one of those
3: team houses. My team house was nature and culture team house. And we basically did outdoor trips or cultural events with local people.
0: Cool, That's so cool. We were just talking about how the system is for getting put into halls
1: here in Aberdeen.
3: And it's mainly just by age. That
1: sounds personally amazing. Yeah. Did you think that it worked? Like it was, Mm. we were like, it's not really...
3: I think it was really great. Everyone living in there had like similar interests, so it was easier to make friends because you already knew you had like common interests. I also thought it was significantly cheaper than I was here. I was really surprised by that. Yeah. Is it a big city you were in, in Japan? No, no? it was really in the countryside. Okay. The university was literally in the middle of nowhere. There were forests and rice fields to be outside fair. the campus. That was all there was. You said you were into nature, so that's yeah. right in it, honestly.
1: Well, Japan is a pretty good transport system, right? Right. You, yeah. So if you're going to live in the middle of nowhere in a country... Yeah, there was a bus
3: connecting the city to the university yeah. campus. Okay. So that was coming pretty much every half an hour. So yeah. it was not too bad. And you did you have to share your room with anyone? Yes, yeah, so yeah. I had a roommate. But the room was quite large, so it was fine. I was expecting a Japanese roommate because pretty much everyone was put in with a local student and an international student. But because I lived in the team house and there were more international students, I lived with a girl from the Czech Republic. They got along very well. I was a bit disappointed about the fact that we got to fill in a some kind of form asking about our habits if we go to bed late or wake up early or like our noisy people or quiet people and I felt like my roommate was the tall opposite <laughs> of me in that sense. She'd just been lying on the form. So what, what was noisy. her
1: lifestyle like as compared to yours?
3: She needed lots of quiet time and she was home early going to bed early can not um, sleep until late while well, I'm a more noisy person.
1: <laughs> and you wanted to be a bit more active and yeah. come, going out a bit later that kind yeah. of thing.
0: But okay. it's nice to at least consider yeah, but they kind of have to when you have to share a room so you don't rip each other's heads off basically.
3: Yeah, I was yeah. fine for the most part because while well, the weather was still like springtime and it was quite cold. outside, it was okay for me to just go outside. Yeah. You,
1: so do, the fact that you shared a room was the main reason that it was cheap as compared to here, I guess?
3: I think it was still cheaper. There were options if you wanted to stay in, like, have your own room. But Still the majority cheaper. of international students there don't really opt for that. But even that one was significantly cheaper than here. What I paid was about a quarter of what I paid in my first year on student accommodation. Wow. Oh that's
0: so <laughs> nice. I was like, wow. And if you're lucky, you get an automatic friend. Yeah. Which could be nice moving to a different country. Do you think? Do you know of anyone who does that here?
3: I don't think so. No, same. No, I can't.
0: But it's also almost impossible because we've rules against it with HMO licensing, even yeah, though there's a certain amount of people a, in a shared flat. Yeah.
3: yeah, I know When we were looking for flats here, it had like to have every door had to have their own lock. I couldn't. I wouldn't even consider it honestly here.
1: I what like as an option? Yeah, it's not even. I don't, the, it's I not don't the norm. think it is an option. No,
3: it's kind of interesting, a cultural thing. Do you they wish do it was America the option too.
1: if it was available to you? Like, would you have gone for it?
3: If it was significantly cheaper, I would have definitely went for it. it yeah, was... I,
1: I think that's it.
3: How about you... kitchen and all that? Yeah. Did you share that with a lot of people or just that? No, like the room, they, we had like a big room that had bunk beds and like two desks and like a built-in-the-wall cupboard. And there was like a tiny room that was the kitchen and the tiny bathroom. So we had all in a room. It was quite convenient because there was enough space for just two people and we never really bothered each other.
1: Yeah. Of the people that you knew there, did you hear of people having a really big fallout or...
3: Yeah, I heard about there was one of my friends. She absolutely hated her roommate. (laughs) She requested midway through the semester to like get changed because her roommate was like so messy. She Uh, said she had clothes and food just lying around everywhere. And it was just stressing her out, and she didn't want it to live there. But, she, and it wasn't easy to change. It was not very easy, yeah. but they managed to get her moved into, like, the single rooms.
1: Was that just a one-off, or...?
3: I a... think it, that was the only case okay. I heard of.
1: So that probably suggests that the system of matching you up generally worked Looks, pretty well. Yeah. How's your experience been with finding places to live in Aberdeen? Um,
3: at first, it was quite easy, because I just went on the uni website and applied through there. Yeah. And... Afterwards, I just ended up living with friends and they did most of the work. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Did you make friends with the actual japanese people. i made some friends with some of them but i did think that was quite difficult there was a quite clear separation between like oh. international students japanese students oh, okay. and chinese students those like there was like these three groups there were international students who did really well befriending the japanese students or like japanese students who, who enjoyed spending more time with international students but those are rarer cases wow that's
1: interesting but you said before that they generally try to get an international student to share a room with the Japanese. So yeah. that didn't do that much to...
3: You'd be friends with your roommate. Yeah,
1: but, <laughs> but other than that, it wouldn't have the social mixing kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, oh, okay. that's quite hard. Yeah.
3: There were like clubs and societies, yeah, okay. but a lot of them were like either more international oriented or like Japanese more oriented.
1: You prefer it the way it is here, where it's very.
3: I think the way that up. here is very mixed up. I think yeah. that's very good. But you, we're lucky with the language too. True. We can't yeah, underestimate think, the factor of English.
1: Yeah, I think English-speaking countries are in a good position. I'd say. I don't, I'm not sure that you can really replicate that anywhere else in the world. If you could just take like one way of doing things from your experience in Japan and, and put, apply it to Aberdeen, what would you? What would you pick?
3: What well, I liked a lot about the university there, they had thing called ARCOS. It was basically an organization that was working to involving the international students into the local community. And international students could get to sign up for like different activities in the local area. Like go to different org- workshops or be involved with the villages around you. Like go rice planting or go visit schools and teach them about your culture and things like that. I thought that was quite cool. That's
0: so cool. <laughs> Japan really seems to like care about their students and their international students. Yeah, I mean
1: that's what I'd expect though. Japan seems to
3: but to that extent I yeah, think no, it's yeah,
1: that's a good point actually. I, I, I mean, I never even thought about it
3: Initially students would learn more about the local area And the local people would learn more about different countries It was like everyone was winning from that situation Oh, it sounds like you had a
0: really good experience It's so yeah. harmonious Yeah. Amazing Gosh. Thank you so much for telling us about it It was really nice hearing you And thank you so much for joining us for the podcast yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me
1: So that was Anya she was great from the sounds of things she's had a fantastic time wherever she goes she's
0: just a very positive person yeah, yeah.
1: i mean i would be positive if I, I had that level of ease with regards to where i was living but
0: that's a good point yeah. she really had it easy compared to like a lot of other people we know going on exchange
1: that theme what's it called theme
0: oh the theme houses theme
1: houses yes amazing yes.
0: That sounds really good. That sounds something
1: ties exactly into what we're talking about with Andrew.
0: Exactly, like he'll head should actually think about.
1: I mean, maybe not to the same extent. Obviously, that sounds like a very elaborate system, and they seem to be doing <laughs> it very well, which is you know yeah, typical yeah, Japanese yeah. efficiency. Which I don't know if you'd be able to replicate here, but like, <laughs> but I think a so. little bit more input on what you want
0: it might seem, go a long way. They seem very caring about their students too, in general. Yeah. Other universities could learn a lot from in terms of how easy it was for her to apply to like accommodation and then to also find accommodation. Yeah. So it takes the stress level out of going on abroad yeah. because you're already mm. in a new country and like no, meeting I completely new people. Not agree
1: with that. Like that's, yeah. It seems like they've they've really got the ducks in a row.
0: Hi. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. Uh, Thanks for having me. So I'm really bad at name pronunciation. That's what we've learned so far. So would you want to maybe introduce yourself?
4: Yeah, sure. Uh, My name is Talke and I am a student from Germany, being here now in Aberdeen for Erasmus for six months.
1: Where in Germany are you on exchange from?
4: Um, I'm originally from the western part, close to Düsseldorf and Duisburg. Uh, but I'm studying in Bremen, which is in the north, close to Hamburg.
1: How uh, does it compare Aberdeen? And-
4: I like Aberdeen, but it's really different. I like it so far. Bremen is nicer about having like a nice old city center. And of course, old Aberdeen is really nice. But I think it's so hard to compare, but I like both cities. That's cool. That was such a nice answer. Yeah. Almost so diplomatic. <laughs> that was very,
1: yeah. That was very diplomatic. Well done.
4: I don't want anyone come after the podcast and be like, oh, you just said something bad about everything. <laughs> Go away. I'm like, oh, no.
1: Yeah, this is, I'm uh, maybe slightly worried that if we keep saying, oh, look at what they do in Japan or Germany. Why do not they do it like it here? We're just going to not be very popular. Let's try and avoid that. Anyway, um, so how long have you been a student for?
4: I'm now in my third year of studying. But actually, I'm also here not for like studying, I'm for an internship. But at the university, so I'm kind of a student as well. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So now I'm for two months already in Aberdeen, and it's another four months to go. Nice. Wow, nice. We mainly have some questions about how the accommodation situation
0: is in Germany, because what we have heard is that it's very difficult to get places in a lot of the student cities.
4: Yeah, I think it's it really depends on the city because they are like this typical student cities where. Basically 50% of the citizens of the city are students. Yeah. Yeah. And there it is really hard. Or like in big cities like Munich or Berlin, finding a flight anyway is super hard. But for example, in Bremen, where, where I live and study, it's compared to other cities kind of easy. And if you get how it works... It's also okay. Is that
1: like a student city as well?
4: There are a lot of students, but Bremen has like 500,000 citizens, okay. and it's like 20,000 students, oh, okay. so it's, so it's not, too bad. not,
1: yeah, not, not.
4: There are a lot of students, but it's not like, fifty-fifty. 50 there all. are some cities like Greifswald, where you really think that all the citizens are students, basically. Yeah, yeah,
1: like Cambridge or something?
0: Probably. So what I was mainly wondering is how the whole situation works, because unis don't really have halls in Germany, right?
1: Is that or right? Is that a you could just tell us it's completely wrong. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's, it's just well. so different to here, I would say, because I have the feeling here in Aberdeen, a lot of students they move in on a flat for nine months and then they move out for three months again and move in for the next semester again. Yeah. But in Germany, no one does that. If you move into the city, you find a flat, and most of the people live in this flat for the whole study like for three years for four years whatever because we also don't have that much free time in between we have no classes but the exams just are on a long up time period sometimes and it doesn't really make sense to move out just for okay. a month or something yeah so a lot of people say okay we'll live here the next three months uh, three years or four years or whatever I'm searching for a nice place. And
1: you want to make it work for the whole time.
4: Exactly. But there are like student accommodations and halls as well. But a lot are from the university directly, at least in Bremen. I just can tell from my experience. And for example, in Bremen, I live in a student accommodation where just students are allowed to live. But we have shared flats inside the student accommodations. And we as the flat decide who is allowed to move in and not the university so it's uh, really like uh, we're a flat okay okay so the university owns a building but it's almost
0: made to be more as a private building. yes exactly yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: it's not as nice as some other p- buildings but it's yeah. so cheap compared to other things yeah and this is also a thing i noticed that here student c- accommodations doesn't automatically mean that it's cheap <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. that is true. sometimes
1: it automatically means it's sure expensive yes.
4: that's exactly
0: the same difference I meant, like, noticed when I came here. I was so confused about the entire concept of thinking of your living situation. You're Danish, as very, by the way. Yeah, I'm just Danish. Oh, okay. <laughs> thinking of it as being very impermanent. Yeah. Because at home, when people move out for uni, you, you they move out, and they're gonna be there the entire time. They might go home like for a week to visit their parents during summer, but like you're out, you're an adult now.
3: Oh, Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the right. same. It's the same for me. That's yeah. so
1: interesting. So, just to clarify, like, where you moved into in first year, did you live there? How long? Just-
4: Yes, I still live there because wow. I really had like a nice flat. And i it's not, as I told you, it's not the prettiest. But I think for having a shared flat, it totally works. And mm-hmm. for the price I pay for it, it's perfect. Um, but I know also other people that moved in, in one place and moved to another in the second year because they just noticed they don't want to have a shared flat anymore or they yeah. want to move together with their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. So, so you move for different reasons not yes. just to go home to parents for summer yes yeah. I, I actually know nobody who is like moving out completely again and then moving in completely again yeah, my,
0: my dad thinks it's really weird he's like why are you here Catherine?" Yeah. <laughs> in That's the nicest weird. way possible i
1: never thought about <laughs> that like yeah it's it's difficult it's because, just a like, different culture true 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 yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
4: but you Do supplement y- your room now uh, yes, yeah. um, it's for another Erasmus student. And yeah. yeah, this is sometimes what people do if they know, okay, I will be away for four months now in summer or whatever, they just rent their room to another person and come back to the same room. Uh, exactly.
1: Would you generally say you prefer the way it works in Germany?
4: For me, it's nicer because I don't want to have the stress to search for new accommodations yes, every yeah. year. I have the feeling this could be quite stressful. Um, yes. Yep. And Absolutely. like how I mentioned, I'm really happy with my living situation in Bremen, so I don't want to give it up. So I'm, of course, really happy that it doesn't change. But I kind of get it that if you're really here for three months and you have nothing to do, that you wouldn't stay here. Like, yeah. okay, Aberdeen is nice, but not that nice that you would be here for three months <laughs>
0: and doing nothing. It's also one of those issues we create ourselves because the norm is to go home. Yeah. And because of that, everyone leaves and then you can't just stay here. Yeah, exactly. because none of your friends would be here.
4: Like a friend of mine told me, yeah, and I stayed the summer like for a month longer than everyone else, and I was so lonely. Yes, of course you're leaving then as well. Exactly. Yeah. Even if
0: you stay in April, half the people will go, and you're just sitting there alone in your room.
1: Yeah, but it's nice to go home. Personally, I I understand it. It's like you 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 lived at home, and then you go to university, and that's the next stage of your life, and there's like yeah. a permanency to it. But isn't university about like a sort of transition period in your life where That's a
0: very British concept. Really? I think so as yes. well. It's kind
4: of British. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not just british but it's at least not german or danish apparently yeah.
1: okay but how old were you when you started university
4: I started university when i was 19 but uh, before that after i did my eye levels i went abroad so i moved out basically when i was 18 then i came back like for two weeks and then i moved to yeah. bremen to study
1: you didn't miss living at home like? Go of course Christmas you miss and, it sometimes
4: yeah. but like, i got used to it so fast <laughs> okay. and i have to admit like the town where i'm from it's kind of small and yes. kind of boring. So. Okay. And nobody of my friends is coming home in summer because... They moved out. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah,
1: they're gone. Okay.
4: So when I'm at home, it's nice to see my family, of course. But besides seeing my family, I can't do much there. Of course, I could work there, but then I can even work in Bremen where all my friends are mm. and where I have my life yeah. and stuff. And
0: then you don't have to adjust to living with your parents again because it's such yeah. a different experience once you've been gone. I guess Morgan didn't
4: mm-hmm. experience
0: that. What? don't you find it find it very difficult to adjust to your family's life when you come back for summer for the yeah. first like month absolutely and if you just don't come home for that long you don't have to go through that
1: yeah but <laughs> okay it's not like some sort of irreconcilable rupture has occurred between you you and your family
0: no, it's no, fine I, don't know. Like... I, I think it's also nice for your parents to be fair sometimes you know they're like oh okay now we're living our new phase of our
4: life while you're going through your new phase mm. I, don't really I have a feeling lot. since me and my brothers moved out. My parents have a completely new life and doing yes. so much activities. Like, <laughs> what's happening?
1: Are you the, the Are you the younger? Already?
4: Yes, I'm the youngest.
1: Okay, so what? So they they went, they went, and then you went, and then it's like new lease on life for your parents.
4: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Next <laughs> time he will not go home anymore because he thinks no, I'm. I'm an adult now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll just out. stay
1: here the whole time. I'll have Christmas well, in the flat. We can
4: have a lot of podcast recording time yeah, exactly.
0: here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another question we were wondering furniture or unfurniture?
4: Most of the rooms, I guess, are unfurniture in Germany. Yeah. Uh, exactly, b- like because people move in there for a long time. So they yeah, bring their permanent. own furniture because they move out at home completely. So it, they will take their furniture from there, bring it to the house. Yeah. Um, in the student halls, they have sometimes furniture. For example, where I live, um, like a bed and a desk inside of it already. But I I could have asked to move move it out so I can bring my own furniture. I feel like it's the same at home. People focus more on making it their own home
0: because it's like moving out Because of the the
1: permanence. Exactly. (laughs) But at the same time, you're not going to live in a very lushly furnished house when you're a student, wherever you are, because of your income situation, right? Mm,
0: I wouldn't necessarily agree. Like Some of the prettiest lads I've ever seen at home are my student friends. Because they get their furniture secondhand and they care about it. They care mm, okay. way more about the aesthetics of their flat than mm. anyone here would. But that's also a that cultural know, thing. also like,
4: know a lot of people that maybe craft their own furniture or yeah. recycle old furniture whatever to make it look nicer. Mm. Um, yeah. It's just a priority that's not really
1: yeah, here I, at all. I, I think functionality is the main priority. Yeah. For, I mean, if you... Like, I'm not concerned that the, the sofa doesn't look very nice. <laughs>
0: but that's, again, that's, like, such a British thing. Yeah. That would, like... Does it bother you? I don't have any... No, it doesn't bother me. But <laughs> if I was at home, I wouldn't have the couches we have now in our flat. And I right. wouldn't have, like...
1: Sure, like, you go into yeah. a flat and you see a really ugly couch or, like, really grim wallpaper. You're not really paying much attention to it. You just take it of the court whatever. But... If someone had that in Denmark or Germany, you'd be like...
0: I'd be like, what who are you, are you and do you understand where you are? Okay. Because it's just not how things wow. are done. <laughs> to be fair, we are the country of, like, designing chairs and yeah, it's, a big, it's a big part of our economy, <laughs> furniture and design and all that kind of stuff. Uh,
1: personally, this is how <laughs> this is how I feel. If I, if I go into a flat that students live in and it's very, like, lush and it looks like, for example, my parents' house at home, I'm kind of like, well, you're sort of missing the point. Do you know what I mean?
0: So you think it's a rite of passage to live in
1: an ugly place? I don't know. I personally think that there's a degree <laughs> of um like exp- it being an experience.
0: So basically what you're saying I mean? you he's I mean? comparing it to the whole thing where your first car has to be a shit car. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I get know. it.
1: I think if you have like s- serious like functionality problems with where you live like the radiator doesn't work or something that's really not good because that can actually have an actual impact on your on your life.
4: In my in my first week here in Aberdeen um a coworker of mine asked me oh did you find a nice flat whatever and is it dry and is it warm because it's not <laughs> sure that it is dry and warm I'm like what the standards the- here are so low shouldn't it be like the minimum you expect from a place that it's warm and dry i'm sure
1: yeah this was fun though thank you
4: thank you yeah thank you
0: i feel like you learned a lot today
1: i did i did as if i'm some sort of unenlightened like
0: no 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 it's just
1: brit (laughs) <laughs> and and, and, you're, and you're just like, oh, yes, obviously, that's how no, it's done No, but on the I learn continent. a lot
0: every time because I learn more about the UK system. But I think it's interesting because we have the same culture in terms of moving out after uni in Denmark. So to me, yeah. it was very affirming yeah. sure. because the UK experience for me has been so different. Yeah. Whereas for you, i assuming it was very enlightening.
1: It's interesting how sort of cultural perception of what university is informs this very specific thing about how it works to see un- university f- form an entirely different function in your life
0: i think it's also is just quite a, strange for me to me it's also a different focus on independence from a different age point you know what i mean yeah. we in the uk you're not you're not expected to be that independent when you go to uni whereas in a lot of other countries it seems as if that's it like you're getting pushed out there the, yeah. the bird's nest and then you're just off to fly and like do whatever whereas in uni You have, first of all, halls maybe taking care of you a bit. Mm -hmm. Some people even have catered halls, Like, in America, for example, that's basically the standard. So you're not expected to be able to, like, cook and clean for yourself.
1: Yeah, but is it not hard, though? Like, maybe you're just not ready for that in your life, and it's...
0: Yeah, but you're raised in a different way because you know that's the end point and when you're going to get there, basically. Do you know what I mean?
1: Raised in a fundamentally different way.
0: No, but, like, you have a different end point of your, like, your parents teaching you things.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, do you think that, like... Because you know what's going to be needed of you by this point in your life, exactly, it informs your preparation of it?
0: I think it does. To be fair, I, I also don't think the UK... I, it's very important to remember that you guys are just generally a bit younger when you go to uni, Yeah. whereas at home at least and in a lot of other countries it's more normal to do gap years yeah. and it's more normal to then be a little bit older when you go to uni you might be like 20 21 even mm. where here a lot of people are like 18 19 yeah. s- even 17 yeah. like i think that excuses it a bit that it's so caring the way H- halls function mm.
1: That's just i uh, don't i think it's hard to pass judgment on it like yeah it seems like their system was working very well and the-
0: but the f- the system here works very well for yeah, think the so. people here so yeah. it shows like how the systems just adapt to the people in the culture which mm-hmm. makes sense because they were made from it uh-huh. so next week it's gonna be such a fun topic right morgan
1: yeah you want to tell us what it is though
0: we're gonna talk about dating at uni basically this is gonna be an advert for tinder
1: i, I actually don't think it will be <laughs>
0: Now, we'd like to really thank all the people who helped us produce this podcast. And first of all, is our executive producer, Vicky Korbeka, who headhunted us, made all of this happen. Um, then we have our sound guy, Lasse Rasmussen, who's Danish, which is why I'm saying his name like that. It's a skill I have. Um, and our graphic designer, Davina Stoyanova. I hope that was right. And the Aberdeen Student Radio for letting us use their studios to record. Because otherwise, we don't know what we'd do.
1: Well, otherwise, we'd be doing it on an iPhone and we'd sound like shit.
0: It'd be very sad. That's the main point, I think.
1: Can I just say, though, I did a good job this week because I drank a whole bottle of water and I never heard it once. <laughs> well, Is that true? <laughs> yeah? Yeah.